You're listening to the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. Welcome back to the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. My name is Jacob. His name is Matt. And it is Sunday night, June 12th, a couple of days after our what we said we were going to post. But that's okay. We're, we're still here. And we got to this podcast and one more podcast left this month. And then we go on our, our vacation in July. But first of all, Matt, how are we doing this evening? Good. It's like 100 degrees, so it's uh, scorching outside. So it's summer is here. It's incredible how hot I got. Because <laughs> yeah. um, uh, last night it was it was uh, storming over in central Kansas, right? Because uh, you guys were at the bars last night in Manhattan. Um, well, yeah, first we went. Just, up, yeah, just tell me what you did this weekend. Yeah, we went up to see Jordan Schmidt. He moved up there. He works for Casey Athletics, and um, wanted to see him. And me and Eric went up there and had a good time, and just. I like it a little better in the summertime, less people and kind of mm-hmm. just more chill. And right. um, we were at O'Malley's and then the t- sirens went off and the power went out. So we we kept buying beers with cash because the computers were out. They kept serving us. So uh, that's awesome. That was fun, actually. It was a good time. So, hey, before we go any further, you're getting I think you might be your fan that's blowing into your mic. Is that it? Better. Yeah, it's a lot better. Okay. Yeah, they actually took. All right, that's. I mean, they were like, "All right, the power is out, but we're still having a good time down in Aggieville." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I. I never. Colby always said that um, the summers were always the most fun, just because. I mean, you'd go out, and there was just there was just your friends, and you don't have to worry about eight million people being at the bar. Yeah. Just get up, go up to the bar, and get your drink, and and. Uh, yeah, he said. I mean, he obviously he lives there now. Did he did he come out with you guys at all? Yeah, he saw us for a little bit. He was at O'Malley's with us and it was good okay. to see him. And no, I liked summertime up there better. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. I know so yeah, I never did get experience a summer in Manhattan. I was always at internships, but mm-hmm. um, but yeah, no. And then you guys ran into uh Adrian Martinez. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Eric, Eric and Eric's Nebraska fan. He got really excited to see him and he's actually not he's a really nice dude so Mm -hmm. i imagine he is yeah he's cool yeah that's awesome that's really cool and then uh yeah then power was out for the whole city and yeah colby was texting us and he's like i don't know what to do with myself i don't know i can't since there's no power he couldn't play league or or apex or whatever he plays so he's like somebody send me one of those game pigeons from your (laughs) yeah text messages i know i don't know yeah so I sent him one. He played me for a little bit last night, but, uh, but yeah, uh, it, it got, it got real warm this weekend for sure. Like today, today I've been all over the place in Springfield trying to catch up on my, on my uh, list of chores and, and uh, I finally bought a bike. I bought a bike today. So oh, really? I'll be dropped $500 at Academy and I'll be ready for my triathlon next weekend. So <laughs> But, that's uh so what does that all entail for uh, you've done that before haven't you you and griffin yeah that? me and griffin last uh september we did one in in uh branson um it's in it's the it's the half version of what 
because they they have two versions. They have like the sprint, which is the one we do, and then mm-hmm. there's the Olympics, the the Olympic version. But the sprint is a 500 meter swim. Um, this one is a little. The bike's a little different. Um, since the one in Branson, the bike was the biking was in hills, so they made it a little shorter. Um, but the one on Saturday is going to be uh, 13 uh, 13 miles on the bike. Dang. And then, uh, and then a 5K, so three, a three-mile run to end it. And then, Damn. essentially, the Olympic one is double all of that. <laughs> so yeah, no thanks. Me and Griffin are like, I think the sprints aren't enough. <laughs> yeah. So, that's insane. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing this coming weekend. Um, I've been training for it for a while now. I mean, it's just something fun to do. It keeps me motivated, keeps me going back to the gym. And, and uh, hopefully I don't get last this time because <laughs> the one, the one in Branson, I didn't get last, but I might as well have gotten last. <laughs> that was the second one or the second to last one out of the, out of the water um, during the swimming portion, which was, which is the first thing you do. And then uh, I caught up on the bike, but it, it was, uh, it was embarrassing, but no, it's not like I'm not a good swimmer. I feel like I'm a great swimmer, but it's just, the 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 tempo of putting your head under the water and like breathing and you know i i, I can't I, do that i couldn't wrap my head around it so i felt yeah. like i was drowning the entire time <laughs> yeah I was, I, I was a swim regular exactly i ended up just swimming on my back the entire way because i was like at least i can breathe <laughs> yeah and then i cut myself getting out of the water because like my legs just felt like jello after the swim and i was like i don't know how i'm gonna do the rest of this race <laughs> no just, but, but. Yeah. You learn, I've learned anything about doing that first triathlon. Your body is capable of much more than you think. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, that's it's, what they always say. It is quite a mental, mental, uh, a thing. Just like giving up on yourself. Your body won't. Your your mind will give up on you a thousand times before your body gives up on you. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. So that's what I'm doing next weekend. And then uh, I'm 25 now. <laughs> Congratulations! Yeah, quarter of a century. And now you made it. Yeah, a quarter of a now. Now I get my quarter life crisis, right? Yeah, to start spending heaps of money on the stuff I don't need. Exactly. <laughs> um, shout out! Any shout outs this weekend, Matt? Um, Jordan Schmidt for uh, saw him this weekend. So that's good for him. <laughs> good deal. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll shout out my golf team. Uh, this past weekend we played in the golf tournament. Birdies and bluegrass. Brett and Colby and Connor, our golf team and uh we got we shot even we didn't do too bad nice two birdies and two bogeys and then we parred every other hole uh the rest of the way so um it was a step up from last year last year we played in the same tournament we shot i think 12 over so you know you can imagine imagine what was going on you know five six holes in to make shoot that poorly (laughs) (laughs) oops Yeah, shout out, shout out to you guys, shout out to Jordan going to K-State, and uh, let's jump into uh, something I wanted to try out since, since Matt, you're, you know, you're a Royals fan, obviously, but you, like, I would say you, you've more of been a, a, a casual baseball fan your whole life. Yes. If, is that fair to say? That's fair to say. So I pull up this, and I haven't gone through it, so hopefully this goes well, but I pulled up this um, quiz and you're going to answer some questions and I have no idea how this is going to go. Well, hopefully it's, hopefully it's a good segment, but it's okay. going to tell, it's going to tell you which, which team you should really be rooting for. If you don't, okay. want to root, if you don't want to root for the worthless Royals. 
Yeah, no joke. All right. Question one. Do you mind rooting for band... Or, let's see. I'll just read how it says. I don't mind... I'm reading this is you. I don't yeah. mind rooting for a team with bandwagon fans. Yes, I don't mind. No, I mind. I don't care. I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I mind. Like, bandwagon fans. Okay. Yeah. Next question. Which of these teams... Which of these teams do you like? Baltimore Orioles, Boston Red Sox, New York Yankees, or Tampa Bay Rays? Ooh, I, I got to go with the Red Sox out of those four. A Red Sox. Okay. Number three, I prefer a team with a stronger offense. Yes, no, I prefer a team with stronger defense, or I don't care. Stronger defense. Ah, just like K-State. Yeah. <laughs> I prefer a certain color. Yes, red. Yes, orange. Yes, green. Or I don't care. I'm going to go with green. Oh, all right. I, per- I prefer a team with a very long history. Yes, no, or I don't care. Yeah. I mean, Royals have been, they've been around for a mm-hmm. while. It's too bad. Half that history is. Yeah, terrible. Oh, shit. <laughs> World Series wins are important to me. Yes, I want a team with one or two World Series wins. No, no, I want a team with zero World Series wins. I don't care. Yes, I want a team with many World Series. What kind of question is this? I want. I mean, Royals. I mean, Royals have two Royals. I'll just go. For, I'll just go for like. Yeah, I wish my. I hope my team at least has one World Series. Okay. You know? Imagine saying you don't care. <laughs> I want a team with zero World Series. <laughs> okay. I prefer a team with a good name. Yes, no, or I don't care. <laughs> um, I don't care. I mean, I'm, I like yeah. the team with what I like. Right. I prefer a team mostly comprised of young players. Yes, I prefer a team with new young talent. No, I prefer a team with more veterans, or I don't care. Young talent. Okay. I prefer a team in a certain time zone. No. Yes, central. <laughs> yes, mountain. Yes, Pacific. Or I don't care. Um, I'm gonna go central. Yeah, exactly. Uh... All right, one more question. I prefer a team with a large fan base. Yes, no, or I don't care. I mean, I hope so. I'm gonna say yes. Okay. View my results. You got the Boston Red Sox. <laughs> Great. Okay. Looks like you need to change uh change your MLB fandom to the Red Sox. You gotta start speaking in a Boston accent saying, Hey, well hey. I, I like the Red Sox. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do I can't do an accent. Also, like my impression was so bad as well as I I'm fighting a cold right now. So <laughs> oh, really? all right. Well, that was an interesting segment. <laughs> um let's go ahead and segue into some baseball we'll talk touch a little bit about the royals apologies if this episode is a little all over the place and a little shorter um again it is summer and it's just we're busy and things are all over the place but we're we're still here for you isn't that right matt (laughs) of course i mean we're 20 i mean yeah it's it's just been a tough time right let me uh let me share my screen really quickly if i can figure this out all right and the Kansas City Royals were on a three-game winning streak this this past weekend. They won 
uh, one from Toronto and then two more from Baltimore when they ended up splitting the series against Baltimore at home. Um, but they, they finally got their 20th victory. So that's saying something, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, they beat Toronto eight to four, Baltimore seven to five, eight to one. Um, but I mean, those losses, the, you know, the last two days, Saturday, Sunday, a couple of, uh, losses to Baltimore. And I mean, I guess I, I should ask you, I mean, what's, what's the thing, and you don't even have to be a baseball fan to really see this, but like what stands out in all their losses as it has been all this whole year? <laughs> oh, you know, I'm just going to be kind of smart. I'm going to be kind of a smart ass. They, uh, the team scores a lot more points than we do. <laughs> and, exactly. Yeah. Um, there's just no D. There's just yeah. Right. Yeah. It, obviously. And then I'm alluding to the schedule. You see, you know, the last two days, you know, they, it, what's crazy is their offense has not been great by any means uh, all year, but, but it's constantly being overshadowed by their horrendous pitching. Just, just terrible. You know, the, the last two days, they, they lost 10 to seven today. Yeah. You, know, you put up seven runs, you still lose by three. Yeah. Um, and then on Saturday, you, you know, the four runs is okay, but you lose six to four. Now, even in those couple of victories they had, they, they scored, they had to score seven runs on, on Thursday to, to beat Baltimore because they gave out five runs and they went seven to five. And then one victory against Toronto, they, it's eight to four. They con- it just seems they constantly at least give up five runs a game. It's just, you, you know, um, it was actually the game they won eight to four. They were ahead. Uh, I was watching this game. It was the game of the week on YouTube on, on Wednesday. So I was watching that and they were ahead, you know, three to nothing right off the bat. And then, you know, two back to back innings, uh, Toronto tied it up immediately. And mm-hmm. you're just like, you know, I saw that three Oh lead. I was like, Oh look, the Royals are winning. I can't wait to see how long it takes for them to blow it. You know? Yeah. But obviously they ended up winning that game, but I mean, I have, I have, very good reason to believe that they've could, they should have lost that game <laughs> so and that's just been the theme all year and you know obviously they went on a three game losing streak since the last time we posted a podcast and before that was a six game losing streak but um i'm still i'm still gonna say it and i know i don't probably won't have much more to speak on the subject matter um after this but it's just the fact that there still has there's still no accountability in in the Royals organization. I'm telling you, I swear we better have good job security for our jobs because mm-hmm. this guy this guy sucks. It's like imagine imagine going to your job every day like and 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 you go and you go around schools right, and you you're yes. you're going through all their documents and instead of instead of actually like going through it and doing your job you just take all those documents and throw them into a shredder and just give them a, a stamp of approval yeah right <laughs> pretty like or it's like yeah. for for me i'm an engineer and imagine if imagine if i just drew lines and i just was drawing pictures across you know technical documents and then my boss says yep that's good enough put a stamp on it and send it out to clients yeah, it's essentially what the organization is telling their team that they can play bad baseball and continue to have their job, and they can continue to be like this for another twenty years. <laughs> exactly. Um, 
me and Josh are actually saying won't ever happen. It's just fairy tale world. Um, <laughs> Clark, like we, sh- why isn't like I feel like Clark Hunt should like buy the Royals, you know? That I mean, that's a get some new leader. I mean, yeah, get some new leadership in there and uh, get this thing turned around. Well, and it's crazy that the 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 Glass family who did own the Royals just sold them to a new owner, mm-hmm. and and obviously it just it has not worked out for the year or two that he's owned the team because obviously last year they were bad and this year they had high hopes and you know you listen to one of our first episodes and i don't want to i don't want to keep doing this week after week just bashing on the royals but it's it's just our team you know it's like yeah we were raised around them and like again for the time that we've been alive on the earth they've only had like for four winning it's, un- it's unbelievable that fortunately we picked out a world series uh, lucky year just still actually a, get get to witness that and what's crazy is you know with they they made that back-to-back world series and you just i just imagine that they would build off of that year after year and be contenders especially in the al central the al central is like the weakest division in all of baseball yeah like how, how are we not even competing in that imagine if the royals played in the yankees and red Sox division Oh geez! Con- considering how much of a bloodbath that di- that division is year after year, it's just uh, it's just we have talent. I feel like I really do. It's just we're twenty and forty or twenty thirty nine. And 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 I I saw a tweet recently saying imagine or it was actually an article. The, the title of the article was "Imagine how fun the Royals would be if they actually." Um, I'm butchering this. If they actually won some games, or imagine imagine how fun the Royals would be if they actually cared, you know? Yeah. Or uh, yeah, that starts from the top. Yeah, and it does. And another thing I saw uh, yesterday was um, Oakland A's player went into the dugout and was they, I think they were losing, and he started bitching out his his teammates to you know care a little bit, like give a shit. Uh-huh. They came back. They came back and won the game. They put up five runs and won the game. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so it's just like it just, all it takes is one person to just care a little bit and get some guys in there that actually want to win the game and not just playing it just to play the game. Yeah, and get paid and right. So I think I think that's good enough for our our weekly rant of the Royals. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to um, get any better. They go on the road. They go on. A, looks like a ten game road. Uh, nine game road trip um, the next couple weeks at on the on the west coast at san francisco giants at oakland and at los angeles angels so we'll see we'll see what happens with that um obviously the giants are a very good baseball team out in the nl west they're in a very tough division with the dodgers and the the diamondbacks and the padres and i mentioned the rockies are in that division too but they're bad <laughs> yeah uh, oakland a's are having an okay year so the, that could be a winnable series the angels just came off of a 13 game losing streak which uh, that makes me feel better <laughs> yeah well exactly and and they're they're way more talented than the royals shohei otani the mvp last year and mike trout the former mvt mvp and you can imagine how how those fans feel because you know they they have some they have money <laughs> they have money to pay these players uh. And to, to go on a 13-game losing streak and basically, you know, make your rest of your season quite iffy, I guess. You know, I mean, are yeah. you, they they were in it early on. They were in a very good position to, you know, 
win their division, you know, dominate the division throughout the year. And then they decided, nope, that's not how it's going to work out. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're going to make this hard on ourselves. looks like they're actually playing right now, the Mets and the Angels. So uh, <clears throat> anyway, hey, all you sports and health nerds out there, it's Jacob here. If you are having trouble finding an exercise routine, trying to find a good diet plan, or just looking to change things up, might I suggest checking out 8minutefitness.com. There are multiple articles to click on to meet your health and exercise needs. Learn about basic exercises for beginners, read about the best green superfood, and also the best sports drinks to order at a gas station, even exercises for fishermen trying to perfect their casts, and much more. From experts to beginners, 8-Minute Fitness is for you. Uh, me and Matt, and I'll let you. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about K State football now. Segue into that, uh, Matt. You know, you you mentioned that you ran into Adrian Martinez this weekend at the bar. So how was that? Good. He's. I mean, I didn't speak much to him. Eric was. Eric really talked to him. Um, uh, seems to be a great guy. I think. Um, I think he might surprise some people. Um, some people are excited. I can see art. To really excited that he's going to be our quarterback, but and I can see, I can understand why, but uh, you have to kind of put perspective. His Nebraska teams, especially the offensive line, there's a stat. At his time at Nebraska, he was pressured 44 percent of the time, mm-hmm. and in all of his career. That is horrendous. Mm-hmm. That is basically him. Half if there's 80 plays, 40 of them he's scrambling to get because off it can't block. Mm-hmm. So he he actually went on the podcast with John Kurtz, K State reporters, and said um, actually pissed a lot of Nebraska fans off. This is the most talented um, team he's been a part of, and now um, the Nebraska fans turned on him. So. Um, or a lot of them did anyway. So it's going to be interesting. So maybe I think he has a chip on his shoulder. Maybe, who knows, maybe he'll uh, ball out. And what's and what's crazy is is he, he performed fairly well at Nebraska, just, you know, with all that, that crap he had to deal with, you know, being under pressure. I mean, it was just like Joe Burrow in the NFL, how yeah. often Joe Burrow was running for his life, and he still performed very well, got this team to the Super Bowl. And, yeah. and, you know, and even my dad, he's a Nebraska fan, and he's, you know, he's saying, oh, good luck with Adrian Martinez. I'm glad he's out of our system. It's like, yeah. I don't think you realize how good of a quarterback he actually was. Yeah, he was good. It, he set records there. Like, he holds a lot of odd-time records at Nebraska. Exactly. And it's it's crazy. He said, you know, him and, and uh, who, who else was it? Um, the tight end. Um, oh, I can't think of his name. Kate Warner. Yeah, Cade Warner. So he the wide receiver, yeah. Yes. And he transferred from Nebraska, too. And he said the reason he transferred to K-State is because he wanted to play in a bowl game. Because mm-hmm. Nebraska, when was the last time Nebraska played in a bowl game? I actually there's don't a, know. There's an account, um, the last time, there's an account on Twitter making yeah. for Nebraska. It's like 2,000-something days was mm-hmm. the last time they won a bowl game. <laughs> I actually saw that, yeah. But, um, no, uh, going back to history, K-State, Nebraska, ever, I mean, there was I mean, Nebraska owns the series. They're a historic program. K-State didn't get irrelevant until, like, 
was when Snyder until Snyder appeared, and Snyder started beating him a few times. It kind of turned into a little heated rivalry because the Big 12 North was very competitive at the time. But um, I'm excited to see what he can do because I don't think he'll have all that pressure. I mean, he has Deuce Vaughn. He's on Heisman watch um, this year in the backfield with him. So uh, it's good. I'm kind of excited to see what he can do. It's going to be – and K-State's offensive line is is very good. If they can Way better than Nebraska. Yeah. Unbelievably better. Um, yeah. C- Cooper Beebe, one of my good friends, his little brother actually, he's he's a very good offensive lineman. Um, uh, who else am I thinking of? Uh, Christian well, Duffy's returning. Yep. Mm-hmm. A veteran offensive line is, is, is so key to winning football games. You have no idea. And yeah. then Adrian Martinez and, and uh, Deuce Vaughn in the backfield – Oh my gosh! You know, case you know, college football can't come soon enough. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to see that, what they can do. Watch that dynamic duo. Just, I, I don't know. I, I think, I think, and I, I think we will talk about it later. And we've talked about it before, but I think we both agree that case it, it'll be maybe one or two games for them to all get used to playing with each other. But I think it's gonna be, I think it's gonna open some eyes, especially people voting in the top 25 and the Big 12 and. Obviously, OU and Texas leaving pretty soon, and people saying, "Well, Big 12's you know going to be a weaker conference when they lose OU and Texas." So it's like, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. If Texas o- is terrible. Either either one of those schools are will even compete for a Big 12 this year, you know? Yeah. So you know, you never know. Baylor, I think. Um, Baylor, I think is going to win it. Um, the dark horse uh, Big 12 championship matchup is actually Baylor. K State. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be great. Baylor's fan, f- phenomenal. They're they're gonna be a lot better this year, and they yeah. were really they were really good last year. Yeah, I'm pretty sure a lot of the uh, Big Twelve, the journalists and experts or whatever, are are picking Baylor to win the Big Twelve, followed by Kansas State. So we'll see what happens in the fall. Yeah, very excited. It's gonna be fun. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's K State football. <laughs> Go. Yeah. How many more? How many more weeks? We're we're under 100 days until the first uh, football game uh, kickoff. Yeah, so. six o'clock kickoff. So I'm excited, and yeah, uh, we'll all be there. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, <laughs> that's about all I got. <laughs> that's about all I got too. Awesome. Well, that's that's we'll wrap it up there. My name is Jacob. His name is Matt, and we'll see you in two weeks, and hopefully. Um, hopefully you guys are having a great summer. We appreciate everybody listening to the podcast and, and, uh, we'll see you guys next time. And then after that will be football season. It'll be August when we start posting again and we'll go back to our weekly, weekly schedule. So again, my name is Jacob. His name is Matt. And I hope you guys all have a great Sunday night, Monday morning, have a good work week and we'll see you guys later. This has been the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. Thank you for listening.